and welcome to the Mount Rushmore State of Health. I'm Samantha Martz, and today I have Brock Rops with me. Brock has worked in education for over 20 years. Following 11 years as a high school teacher and coach, his pursuits have led him to the Sanford School of Medicine at the University of South Dakota, where he is the Deputy Director for the South Dakota Area Health Education Center and the South Dakota HOSA Future Health Professionals State Advisor. The energy he puts forth radiates his passion for the well-being of others, especially the adolescents of today. Brock strives to nurture and encourage high school students as they begin to narrow down the scope of what they want to do with their lives. He says it's not about the what, where, when, or the why. It's about the whom. Brock, welcome. Great to be here, Sam. Thanks for having me. Brock and I kind of go back. We have a little bit of a history together. I think the first time I met you was when you came and talked in winter and were trying to get people to sign up. And eventually I became the president of Winter HOSA and decided I wanted to compete that year and figure out kind of what HOSA was about. Competed in extemporaneous writing. I got third place at state and then I actually got ninth at nationals. And I just had such a great experience there, meeting so many different professionals and students that want to become professionals. And so I think I messaged you right away and was like, Brock, I want to keep doing something with HOSA. You know, I really have gained this appreciation for what you do. And I'm just looking to see, you know, if there's anything I can do for you. I'm going to Augie next year and you messaged me back and we kind of worked something out and we worked together as a state HOSA intern is I think what we called it and I've been helping you with the state conference ever since. It, the years just kind of start to blend together and so um, it's been great to see you kind of grow into that role as well as you know and, and glad that HOSA has offered you something that maybe you couldn't have gotten you know doing something else and just a happenstance that you come to Augustana uh, and obviously not too far away from Sanford's campus where we had our offices and you've been a great part of what we do at our state conference and getting everything looking nice. So we certainly appreciate having you. Yeah, well, I appreciate you too. You've been a great mentor. And, you know, it used to be when I first got this internship, I would say to people, you know, I'm the state intern for HOSA. And people would say, what's that? And it seems like HOSA is growing so much now that people are like, oh, wow, cool. And, you know, the mindset's kind of changed. So just to start out, do you want to give a little description of what is HOSA and, you know, how do you describe it to people? Sure. Um, you know, HOSA has been around nationally since 1976. And before we got HOSA started here, uh, we did a lot of research in terms of student interest, uh, school interest and what the Department of Ed Education had on just some data regarding the health sciences. Um, and so we came to find that it's the number one self-selected career cluster in the state of South Dakota from high school students that want to pursue a career in the health sciences, which boded really quite well with what we wanted to do. And so back in 2011, my boss and I went to the first national HOSA conference, our first national HOSA conference out in Anaheim, California, and kind of to investigate what it was like. And so we left that conference saying we really have to get this started. So we started the HOSA program in 2012 and 13. And the way I describe it, most people are familiar with FFA. And so I'll describe it as, well, it's like FFA, but instead of judging cattle, pigs, and sheep, and land, 
uh, there are different competitions that all have a healthcare slant to it. And so then a light bulb will come on and then I'll explain a little bit into the weeds probably what, you know, what kids can come and compete in. And so we started to, uh, we started set with seven chapters in 2012, 13, had about 260 members, hosted our first state conference with competitions at the Hilton Garden Inn in Sioux Falls, a smaller venue with about 170 attendees. And we did it in like late April and we got a huge blizzard. Um, but that seems to, that seems to be the common theme. And I get joked about at our, at our, in our offices about, oh, host a conference, going to be a blizzard. And it doesn't seem like this year is going to be any different, but who knows? So we started with, with that. And now we've kind of blossomed into or grown into over 42 chapters. And this year have over 1,100 members, which is the most we've ever had. And so at the end of March, March 30, 31 uh, this year, we're hosting over 900 to our tender state conference where kids will come and compete in, you know, profession, health profession events like clinical nursing and pharmacy science, dental science, home health aid, sports med, biotech, clinical lab science, and other teamwork events and project-based events. And so we're always excited to host host a lot of these students who get to come and come to the city and, and kind of, you know, show off their talent. Yeah. And you talked a little bit into those competitive events. So let's just kind of jump into that and talk a little bit more about each category if we can. So we, you'd mentioned health sciences and then I think there's health professions. Yeah. So the, there's a number of different categories. There's six different categories okay. of events ranging from presentation and project-based events to your skill events. And so the the most difficult events to compete in only because they take a little bit more because you've got to learn skills within a profession. And so as I mentioned before, biotech, clinical nursing, nursing assisting, sports med, physical therapy, even veterinary science would fall into those health profession events. And then we've got a category uh, called emergency preparedness where students come upon a scene and, and we've got an EMT event, which is also a skill event, CPR, first aid, epidemiology, public health would fall into that category. Most of our kids will jump either into leadership category or teamwork category. And the leadership deals with different art projects or speaking, public speaking. Um, there's a healthy lifestyle where kids set healthy goals and try to meet those goals and really learning about the process into meeting those goals. And then when you when you talk teamwork, a lot of our kids get into teamwork because one, they're they got some high anxiety about competing by themselves and they're like, hey, let's do this together. And so teamwork events are like biomedical debate, health career display, creative problem solving, forensic science, community awareness, health education. Just a just the spectrum is unbelievable and it hits a lot of different type of learners. We've got an event called Medical Reading that if kids love to read, it's a it's a perfect event for them. Well, it's a very broad field, you know, um, healthcare can go in so many different directions and, you know, just because you compete in something, you know, that might even help you figure out that that's what I don't want to do, or maybe I should look at competing in this next year because holy cow, I just learned about this new thing and this sounds like so much fun. And I think that opportunities really are wide within just the scope of HOSA for young students. When it comes to how long students can compete, I know that there's middle school events and then there's also universities now that are partnering with HOSA as well, right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, really the idea, the, the mission of what we try to accomplish is to nurture and encourage students, no matter where they are in the pipeline, and to build confidence in that student as they pursue health career XYZ. And so the idea is they would join a host of chapter, even as young as like a seventh grader. Um, the majority, 98% of our membership are high school students, but it's kind of like they dip their toe, what I call the host of waters, and then over a span of four or five years, really start to wade deeper and deeper into those waters. And hopefully by the time they're done, they feel really confident about where they want to go and what they want to pursue. Most students don't understand the, the spectrum of careers that are out there. They understand nurse. They understand maybe pharmacy. They understand, you know, maybe a little bit about uh, a physician. But everything else in between is a little bit, uh, they just don't know much about those other careers. And so that's kind of the, the, the trajectory of what we have students doing. And now for the first time this year at the University of South Dakota, we have our first collegiate chapter where it's a bridge, really, where students know they want to work in healthcare, but they still don't know specifically what career field. And so once they identify that, we would kick them out of the HOSA nest and it's on to a nursing club or it's on to a PT club or it's on to a, you know, a pre-med club. Um, and so we, we're trying that this year. I think it'll be really good, hoping other colleges and universities pick that up as, as, a, as a possible you know, club or organization they could start on their own campuses. Yeah, I actually heard about USD's program because they sent out an email to all the health sciences students. So I think actually I'm going to compete this year if I can find something. I don't know what in yet. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out, but it'll be fun. I'm just more doing it for the enjoyment of just something to do and something that I think will be interesting and fun. And I think that that goes for a lot of students as well. You know, you don't have to compete in something just because you want to do it for the rest of your life. Like maybe you just want to try something out and see if you're any good at it and just have fun. Yeah, I think something we also try to do is at least a message I try to send to students is they got to be able to stretch themselves and they got to be able to pivot. Life's going to throw curveballs. You may have a have a pathway picked out, you know, from A to B to C and all of a sudden life happens and you have to kind of pivot to something else. Not saying you can't come back to that original pathway, but you know things happen. And so something at the at the, at least the collegiate level hoso wise, it's like we try to focus on more research-based events, community involvement, things that college kids are more interested in because their priorities just change and completely understand that. And so we're trying to build a host of chapter that's unique to the, to the university or the collegiate student and something that, that they can kind of hold on as their own and not, you know, and separate them out from the high school piece of it. And, and again, it takes a little bit to get the flywheel turning or spinning. Um, but I think over time, it'll be a really good, a really good event and a really good um, organization that college kids can, can uh, become part of. Yeah, and I think that it's great that you touched on events, too, because there are high school chapters as well that put HOSA events on. Can you talk a little bit? I don't know if you have any, when it comes to high school chapters, if you have any knowledge about what kinds of things the high schools are doing, but just for examples and ideas for other schools. Yeah, so something that let local advisors, you know, ask for, or like, well, what do we do at our, what do we do like when we meet as a group? And most chapters will 
put together an annual uh, program of work, and they will meet once a month. Other chapters meet twice a month. And it's like, well, what do we do at our meetings? And so a lot of them will invite different speakers depending on student interest. They will attend, you know, and they will attend different tours, whether that's with Sanford or uh, Avera or Monument Health. Other times they'll, they'll have people come in and help them with competitions. Uh, they may put on some type of social media campaign or something around their school to garner um, interest in the health sciences. Other things we line up for them are different fall academies and leadership academies that schools can, that host of chapters can come to. Uh, and then there's there's different things that other organizations put on that are healthcare specific. And so we certainly market those opportunities for these local hosted chapters. What comes to mind probably most common are scrubs camps, which are put on by the Department of Education and the Office of Rural Health. And so they're one-day camps where students at least get introduced to different healthcare careers. And so those are offered all over the state throughout an academic year. I think there's, you know, 16, 18 of those. And so we have a lot of host of chapters that know, okay, we've identified these kids interested in the health sciences. We'll take our host of group to, uh, to a scrubs camp. Great. And I think those partnered organizations out there, really what's making this big difference in the interest for kids, like we talked about a little bit earlier, this new partnership with Horizon and they're, how they're working with rural HOSA programs across the state. And so I guess I was just as a final little wrap up, you know, say you're a student out there and your high school maybe doesn't have a HOSA organization. Do you have any recommendations for what that student can do to get one going or who they should talk to, what they should do just to bring awareness to other students in their school and maybe figure out a way to get a local HOSA program going? Yeah, there's a couple different options. Obviously, everybody knows South Dakota is very rural and we're into and very focused on growing our own. And, you know, we've got chapters in Kadoka and Iroquois mission, you know, some some smaller communities, obviously. And a lot of students and a lot of schools don't know the opportunities they have in their backyard. And so, you know, something that a, a student, you know, say in faith, you know, wants is interested in the health sciences. One thing they can do is they they need five members or five students and one advisor to get a host of chapter started in their school. However, if they don't have that they can join the state as an at-large member. Uh, we're working on kind of adopt a HOSA kid with other chapters where other chapters may be able to, you know, virtually invite them to meetings. I know COVID is kind of kind of the silver lining to that pandemic as we've become, you know, Zoom professionals. And obviously it saves some time. I always like to meet face-to-face, but understand just logistically it makes it a little bit easier if someone is in our big state, you know, four or five hours away. And so that's another option for for students as well. And we're just trying to provide opportunities that are in their own communities where they go and visit with a local nursing home or a local dentist. And students can then ask those local healthcare professionals, hey, I'm in, here's my elevator pitch. I'm a host of student. I'm going to come, I'm going to go compete in this dental science event. Will you help me with like an alginate impression or educating in, in brushing and flossing? And so we tie those students into those communities, understanding that those communities may not be able to offer, you know, post-secondary 
education and those students have to leave. But we hope that they feel like, golly, I've got my start here in Iroquois or in Philip or in Kadoka, and I'm going to come back here and raise a family and I know I can find a job here. That is the goal, ultimately. I mean, South Dakota is always looking for more providers in every field all across the state and raising our own, you know, that does encourage students to come back and want to work here, I would think. So hopefully, you know, we're doing what we can do. Yeah, the healthcare um, sector is the, the largest growing sector or has the most, I would say, worker needs, you know, through 2030. And we have got a lot of students that are interested in a number of different areas of healthcare. And obviously, with our healthcare systems and other private uh, systems, they're really interested in trying to visit with and encourage these students to stay and pursue a career in the health sciences. Well, thank you for coming in. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Uh, Just if, you know, if you're around and want to come see what HOST is all about, our state conference is March 30 and 31 at the Sanford Pentagon. Uh, We've got a VIP uh, breakfast where where a lot of our partners will come and, and kind of see our opening session. And if you've got any questions, you can certainly reach out to me uh, at 605-357-1576. Or you can email me at uh, Brock, B-R-O-C-K, dot ROPS, R-O-P as in Paul, S, at USD dot E-D-U. Thanks so much, Sam, for having me. Thank you, Brock. Like I said earlier, you've been a great mentor for me, and I've had a really great time talking to you today, and I am glad people are figuring out what HOSA is in the state. I instantly thought it was such an important thing when I was a kid and wanted to be more involved with it, and I'm glad that I've stayed connected to you. So It's been awesome having you. Thanks for having me today. Thank you. Thank you.